Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, everybody? This is Jesse Cass here for the LMU Basketball Podcast, here exclusively on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Welcome into the show, everybody. Jesse Cass here with you for another episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks so much for coming back to the show here as we gear up for the regular season. We're just 40 days away as we record this right now on a Thursday morning. Uh, Really exciting time for LMU as we get closer and closer to the regular season. The last time we talked, the conference schedule had been announced. We, We told you we anticipated the full schedule being released and... Here it is, the full schedule out for the LMU Lions. We're going to get into it, break it down, some of the matchups for the Lions this season, and see how they're going to do this year. But full schedule is out, uh, some pretty exciting matchups out there, so really excited to, to tell you about all that. Before we do, though, I want to let you know that if you enjoy this show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on any of your favorite directories, Apple and iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find our show page at Believe.com and any social media handles at Believe Podcast, where you'll be covered with not only this podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, but all of the many, many shows on the network. So be sure to go check that out. And please, as we said, give us a nice rating and review if you do enjoy the show. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome aboard. Uh, feel free to go back and listen to some of the other great episodes we've had. We've had a lot of great guests who have been involved uh, in LMU athletics. So a lot of great conversation we've had there. Go out, go and check uh, our feed and, and see some of those great episodes. Um, also follow me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. I'll have all the updates for LMU basketball as the season. As we said, we're right around the corner, but as the season gets into it, as it progresses, I'll have it all there for you as well. So be sure to follow along on all those accounts and all those directories. We're there with you. But as we mentioned, the the schedule is out for the LMU Lions as they look to build upon last year's incredible 22-win season, which included a postseason appearance in the CBI tournament. So the Lions looking to build upon that. We're going to give you all the details on the full LMU schedule coming up right now here in the LMU Basketball Podcast. And as we mentioned, last season was a great one for the Lions. If you didn't follow along closely, we'll give you a quick recap of that before really getting into what this year's schedule will look like. Uh, we mentioned the Lions a season ago, 22 wins on the year, 22-12 and 12 overall. They finished fifth in the West Coast Conference with an 8-8 eight eight record in conference play. They were outstanding at home with a 12-4 and four mark there and solid on the road as well, 8-7 and seven on the road and 2-1. and one. In, a, in neutral sites. So, I mean, that's really indicative with the record that we mentioned, 22-12. and 12, uh, And they got off to a great start, the best start, best start actually in school history. Uh, they were 8-0. Uh, they went 11-1 and to start the year. Uh, and then, as I said, rounded it out with a 22-win campaign. So they had some really impressive wins last year. They went on the road and beat UNLV. They traveled to Jamaica and captured the, the Jamaica Classic Championship, including... Wins over Georgetown and Ohio. So those are really big uh, watermark wins for the Lions a season ago. And then you look through the rest of the year. uh, You know, big win at home against Boise State. A nice win on the road against Portland State. 
Um, and then, of course, in conference play, as we mentioned, uh, taking care of business to finish fifth, winning their last three games in conference play to do so, including two road games up in the Bay Area against Pacific and San Francisco before ultimately going to the CBI tournament uh, where they advanced to the semifinals before seeing their season end uh, against South Florida on the road in the semifinals of that tournament. But overall, as we mentioned, a really fun uh, and exciting year. And when you look at how that schedule played out, um, they started out with a you know a nice win against Westcliff University, a 32-point win, kind of a tune-up game, then going on the road at UNLV. This year's schedule, very, very similar. In fact, the Lions will again open the season with a home contest against Westcliff University. So another opportunity for the Lions to kind of fine-tune some things as they get set into the season. You know, a lot of new pieces being integrated with the core of this team. So that'll be an opportunity where you'll likely see a lot of guys play minutes, a lot of uh, you know, opportunity to see what they can do in a game setting outside of just practice for the Lions. So that'll be, again, the opener for the Lions. That's November 5th uh, at Gersten Pavilion, 7 p.m. tip-off for that one. And, and as we mentioned, similar to last season where they went on the road against a solid team uh, in their second contest against UNLV last year. This year, they'll be traveling to Reno to take on the University of Nevada. This will be the second all-time meeting and Similarly to the last time the Lions played, it will, again, be the second game of the year. They did this back in 2016, uh, where they hung tough with a Nevada team, but it eventually fell by a final of 79-64. to uh, And this is Nevada ball club that has had great success over the last five years. They've been in postseason play uh, four straight years, uh, including uh, winning the CBI tournament, the one that the Lions were in last year. Nevada won that back in 2015 and then of course we mentioned the Lions and the Wolfpack played in 2016 that was the first of what has been three straight NCAA tournament appearances for Nevada Uh, they've had a very recognizable team with the Martin Twins those two guys are gone now they're up in the NBA uh, so showing the kind of talent that they've had so it'll be a different look for Nevada but they of course uh, will have the similar aspirations being an NCAA tournament team they went to the Sweet 16 two years ago uh, so they're a, a really dynamic ball club and should be a good early season test for the Lions on the road. Uh, LMU will have just a couple days to prepare for that from that Westcliff game, and then they'll head out to Reno for that. And they'll follow it up with a, you know, they'll have a week off and then come back home to take on Colorado State, another team that LMU has history with. And uh, most recent history is good history for the Lions. They've played them twice, uh, both of those coming in the Mike Dunlap era back in uh November of 2015, the Lions lost a tough one on the road, 83-75, to but they returned just a year later in 2016 for, honestly, one of the more memorable games in recent years for the Lions. A Brandon Brown three-pointer with less than a second left from the top of the key gave the Lions a 69-66 impressive road victory uh, back in 2016. So that was the last time these two schools met, and you can be sure that uh, Colorado State will have that etched in their memory, although it's different rosters, a couple years removed. That was a great win for the Lions, and Colorado State definitely uh, feels that one still. So that should be a really exciting matchup at home for the Lions. And again, with the similarities from last year's schedule to this year's schedule, we mentioned the Lions went to Jamaica and had great success a season ago. They'll again try their luck going uh, in an international variety of a tournament, the Junkanoo Jam this time. And Bimini Bahamas, so uh, similar setting for the Lions. They'll have a couple of excited opponents. Air Force, Indiana State, 
and Duquesne uh, before returning back home. They'll take on Southern Utah University, uh, former LMU grad assistant Quan No. Uh, he's an assistant, special assistant there at Southern Utah. He'll be making his return. We've talked to him on the podcast as well, so that'll be good to see him and that Southern Utah ball club. Then the Lions will have another road trip, this time out to Boulder, Colorado, to take on the University of Colorado. So earlier in the year, Lions have Colorado State at home. They'll have Colorado on the road. Uh, and this is a Colorado team that the Lions have not faced. But it's yet another quality opponent on the schedule for LMU. Colorado last year had a, a really nice season. They got to the NIT and uh, you know won a couple of games there before falling to Texas, who eventually went on to win that NIT tournament. So Colorado, great season. They went 23-13, and 13, and that'll be a nice another nice road test for the Lions. And then they'll follow that up with five of their last six non-conference games at home in Gerson Pavilion. Those games include Grambling State University, Prairie View A&M, with that one lone road contest at UC Davis up in Sacramento, or just a little bit north of Sacramento, so not too far a trip there. And then finishing out the non-conference at home against Portland State, we mentioned the Lions really throttled on the road last season. Cal State, Fullerton, who LMU beat uh, in a fairly close game on the road last year as well. And Morgan State, who the Lions have recent history, they've defeated them here at Gerson Pavilion uh, a couple times in the past few years as well. So teams that they have history with, uh, and I think it's really well done in terms of the schedule making for the Lions in taking that final five of the last six at home. The Lions have done a great job of scheduling some nice road trips. You mentioned Nevada and Colorado, tough games, having that kind of culture-building trip of going to the Bahamas where you have that extended trip to build the team chemistry, and then really through you know the thick of the holidays for the Lions and in terms of Christmas time and New Year's, they have the team at home, uh, You know, a lot of them with their, with their friends and teammates and their family if they're from the area, uh, and, it, and a time to really bond and grow in that way. So it can happen on the road, but it can also happen at home. So I think the Lions did a nice job of that. Uh, and it's really nice non-conference schedule, you know, home heavy, as we said, at the back of it, uh, but still some trips and good games and, and some quality opponents. I think the Nevada game, the Colorado State game, the Colorado game, those are all ones that will be circled on the calendar for sure. But, uh, you know, don't write off some of these other matchups as well. As mentioned, Portland State has been a really successful team over the past few years. They play a really unique and fun and fast style, so that would be a good test for the Lions. And, and Cal State Fullerton has had success over the past few years as well. So, those are games that the Lions will be able to to test themselves, but at home uh, will be obviously looking to, to compete well and try to win those ball games. So really fun non-conference schedule. And then if you were with us on our last show a few weeks ago, uh, I mentioned the, the conference schedule for the Lions when we jump into the new year in January. They'll open that up against San Diego. Uh, and the conference is, as always, kind of exciting. Uh, and you look at a lot of these teams – you know, they've had great success over the few years. The conference has just gotten stronger and stronger with no easy matchups anywhere. Uh, but for nearly every team in the conference, there's a lot of turnover, a lot of new players. So it'll be interesting to see who improves, who regresses, um, but, but exciting at the same time. So for LMU opening against San Diego, this is a team that's losing their two top scorers in Isaiah Pinheiro and Isaiah Wright. So they'll have a different look. Uh, you have BYU, who has lost... Uh, you know, a couple of their players as a new head coach and Mark Pope after a long extended run for head coach Dave Rose. So they'll be looking to implement potentially a new style, a new system. Uh, Gonzaga always loaded with talent, but they, of course, uh, losing some of their top tier talent in Brandon Clark, 
uh, along with Rui Hachimura, a couple of lottery picks in the NBA draft, and Zach Norvell as well, one of their best shooters. So how do they retool? How do they reload? How do their new super talented recruits perform for them? Uh, there's been a lot of buzz for Pepperdine. We know Colby Ross is very talented, the Edwards twins as well. And of course, that matchup up in Malibu, always a really tough one for the Lions. So that's how Lions open up conference play. San Diego at home, at BYU, Gonzaga at home, and then at Pepperdine before continuing the schedule on at San Francisco, back home versus Portland, home versus St. Mary's, and on and on and on. Lions, of course, will play each team in the conference at least once, uh, with most of them twice. The, the lone team that the Lions will only play once this season is Santa Clara, and that matchup will come at Santa Clara on February 15th. So for the Lions, uh, that's how the conference schedule will turn out as well. And this is going to be an exciting season for the Lions. If you were with us uh, on our last episode, as we mentioned, we kind of broke down not only the schedule, but the team roster for LMU. Uh, you know, a good chunk of returning guys, but also a good class of newcomers as well. So it's really half and half as the Lions have uh, seven returners, six newcomers. Uh, it'll be really fun to see how they integrate and how they play well together. Um, you know, almost certainly there'll be a heavy emphasis on getting the ball inside to Matthias Markison, the senior who has steadily improved each year in his Lions career. We mentioned Eli Scott and kind of the the leap that he's poised to take with, you know, you know, knock on wood, hopefully good health for him after starting last year with mono. It really affected him he still ended up playing very well late in the season but had to really overcome that illness you know had to come back from losing you know 15 20 pounds regain that weight regain that strength and stamina he should be back at full strength for the lions and you know damian douglas the dynamic freshman he'll have another year under his belt and then you add in these new coming players and it, it should be you know there should be no reason why this lmu team should take a big step back despite losing their leading scorer and passer and James Bateman. You know, a lot of talent lost, but a lot of talent incoming for the Lions as well. So I think it's going to be a really fun and exciting season. And as I said, I think the schedule really well done by the Lions. And with the regular season just 40 short days away, you can get your first look at the LMU basketball team next Friday, October 4th, as the team will be holding an open practice, open to the public, uh, a little bit of a scrimmage going on there. You can Head on over to Gerson Pavilion. Doors open at 5 p.m. for that event. The scrimmage will take place at 5.30. And, of course, the event is free for everyone. Uh, it'll give fans an early look at the new edition of the ball club. Other events happening at the practice and throughout the evening include an autograph session, locker room tours, and a kids' press conference following the end of the men's scrimmage. So uh, you can also talk to the ticket office for tickets, anything you need there. Uh, at open practice as we get closer to the new season for the LMU Lions. But as we said, it's going to be a fun and exciting year. And I can't wait to bring it to you as we begin to call LMU basketball games again soon. It's going to be a lot of fun and be happy to have you there along with me. That's KXLU 88.9 or LMULions.com to listen to those games and listen to your boy here listen broadcast some games. Uh, before we sign off on this most recent edition of the LMU basketball podcast, I also want to send a quick shout-out to one of our former guests and an LMU Lion legend, Anthony Ireland, on his 28th birthday. It just happened a few days ago, so happy birthday to Anthony, one of the Lion greats, and uh, we'll certainly have him back on the podcast again sometime soon as he tells some great stories and he continues his fantastic career overseas. And I want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast as we 
get close to winding down the offseason and get back into the thick of things for Elmi basketball. We're going to continue, as we mentioned, to bring you many more great guests, including uh, former Lion players, coaches, uh, also talk to some media members. We're going to get bring it all to you here on the Elmi basketball podcast. So appreciate you hanging on here in the offseason as we gear up for what should be another exciting season of Elmi basketball. So that's going to wrap things up for this week's edition of the Elmi basketball podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, as we said at the top of the show, if you do enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, you can also follow us wherever your favorite directories hold podcasts, including, as we mentioned, Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also follow along at the show at Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts on any of your favorite social media apps, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on and on and on. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. So thank you again for tuning in to the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jesse Cass, and here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.